Well, you know how they tell you a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. I don't think it's worth that much at all. I'd advise you never try to catch a bird. It's only going to bring you trouble. I tried to catch a bird. I failed. Unfortunately, Phil near succeeded. It turned out to be some kind of crazy punching, kicking, truth-telling acolyte of karateka out to beat my butt. Lucky for us, she needs me to help with a cult of fellas who appear to be worshipping my prior writings. Ain't that a kick in the head? So, we ride for Robert's gift to interrupt a initiation. Has something to do with death and a murder stone taken from the sacked temple of Karataka. And we got a, a crazy monk with us who motivations remain to be seen. If that ain't our sweet spot, I don't know what is. Fellas, are you ready for some Dungeon Dads? Hell yes. Oh, yeah. Hey everybody, <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. Um, as always, I am your DM and uh, we are here with John Watson. Heyo. Heyo indeed. Oh, Sam Frank. Sam, Sam Frank. Tom, do you know what the difference is between ignorance and apathy? I don't care. <laughs> I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> and Tim Carr, who just wants to get on with it. You know what I mean? I just want to play. I just want to do play. it. He just wants to play. I want to see what happens feel like next. This is play. I feel like this is also play. That's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> well. You guys made your way from the mountain at last on two phantasmal unicorn steeds. Um, Fellas, feels good to be on flat ground again, not going to lie. I mean, it was nice to be on the mountain for a little bit, but uh, I think I spent enough time there for a lifetime. Just to be clear, Robert's Gift is a very high plateau, so there will be some up that has to be that has to be uh, uh, done. Some some rise. Heroes are going to have to rise. You know what I mean. <laughs> Heroes may also fall. I hope we don't fall. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you have been following the Kia. That is the puncher, the monk, that the nameless you, monk, na- nameless monk that you have been following, um, and. Uh, for I don't think any of you have ever been to Robert's Gift. Is that is that right? Am I am I wrong in assuming that? It's kind of a wasteland. Uh, that sounds right to me. I it's, mean, speaking for Phil there. Definitely right for Jonas. I don't I don't know why the I mean, who knows where I've been, but yeah. if it's a wasteland. I guess actually no, because Abel has been there. 
Why? Because isn't that where the Temple of Karataka is that he sacked? No, Temple of Karataka is near the Red Cloud Mountain. Not too These far. These guys right? are just doing this stuff out, out of the way, right? Ah, okay. Well, well slight and, less understanding on my part. And <laughs> well, just just a, rem- a reminder about a little bit about the lore of the of Robert's gift. Uh, this is where the old seat of Elven power was, and the humans of Monterre, along with uh, the the dwarves, fought these these elves and uh, basically ended their culture. Um, and there were humans from the mainland from Faerun that were, that were also fighting some on, some on the, the, the Moonbrook elf side, some on the other side. And, you know, essentially this became, uh, like a bit of an elven Holocaust, uh, in, in, in the Gill brain and Hark city robert hark when they go to do their king's moot when when uh, when robert hark dies and they're going to name a new king they go and they again clear robert's gift so so people sometimes do make their way up there and create small settlements and if robert hark lives 27 years 30 years 40 years it's not rated like this um, but it is the way a new king begins their reign uh, is by marching out to Robert's gift and annihilating everybody who's living there. New king also named Robert Hark. Also named Robert Hark. That's right. That's correct. It's yeah. It's like the title. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you know, brief. they say you can learn a lot about a people by their king's initiation rituals. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they're 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 basically they basically reenact their big moment that that got them started as a as a as as a kingdom essentially so you'd think as soon as the previous robert hark dies like word spreads and everybody's like we got to get the f out of here that's right that's right um and the fact that you are heading to a semi-permanent camp of a death cult of tempest um might tell you something about their overall intentions like this is a this is this is a place of death many times over through many generations and they have chosen the mm. place that they have chosen for very spe- very particular reasons right cuz it's flat cuz it's cuz it's flat <laughs> <laughs> it's near it's near running water i get what you're saying i get what you're saying yeah <laughs> so so you you guys make your way in this along this trail, which is clearly once had been a uh, stoned uh, road that leads its way from uh, what is, you know, currently Fort Hapas, although you don't go anywhere near Fort Hapas when you're heading, heading your way there. Um, You meet up on this road, you sort of follow the Breen river a ways, and then you head off to the northeast, and you head straight up for this. Um, it, it, it's not as high as you thought it would be, uh, from you know not having been there before, because you've sort of heard the stories that it's like this imposing landmass, and really it's just kind of a Piedmont with some palisades in front of it. So like where you hit it, um, right there at at the at the westernmost point of Robert's gift. 
there is a switchback road that goes up the the palisades it's fairly gradual your horses have no problem um uh the road is not well kept it's overgrown with with grasses and it's clearly not used very often but it's so old it's like some of these roman roads in great britain where you know you're walking through the woods and suddenly you're on super hard ground that still looks like normal ground but you can tell there's stone underneath it and that's sort of what this road is like so before we sort of make our turn Mm -hmm. um i want i mean so there's still we've still I've still got a scrying scrying eye following me. It, it, it a scrying has eye. it has come and it's gone. Watching me. So it has come and gone. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to give me, um, I'll give you uh, every fifteen minutes for the first couple of hours. Um, if you can pass the wisdom saving throw two times in a row. It will lose your, it will lose your scent, and it will become much more difficult for the two scrying eyes to follow you. Okay. So you want me so to do that now? Give me, give it to me now. So give me, uh, I'll give you up to six chances. So I'll, I'll give you up to six chances before they'll sort of know. Twelve. Okay. All right. Do me another one. Eleven. Okay. Ten. <laughs> okay. All right. It's not, five, a, it's, not a, a four, it's not a super high three. save, but it's but you're not hitting it yet. Twenty one. Okay. There we go. Okay. Twenty one again. All right. Give me one more. Give me one more. Give me one more. Eleven. Okay. So that was a succession of terrible rolls. <laughs> you you have successfully lost at least one of these scrying eyes, though. Okay. Um, and I will give you a chance. Uh, and the reason why I had you do it for the first two hours mm-hmm. is because it's unclear exactly which way you're going and where exactly you're going. And so when you pass the saving throw, they have to like then hit a location where they think that you might be. Mm-hmm. And if you past that one as well you're gonna you'll see it you'll you'll Mm, you'll be able to avoid it before you get to it and they won't be able to tell exactly where you are so you have done a pretty good job of avoiding that particular peril okay as we're writing uh i'd like to use my pearl of power okay and uh, give myself a third level spell slot wait give me a d20 Okay. That's a three. It works. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Making me sweat over here, man. And Tom, I think we've done this before, but I can get a short rest while riding, right? Absolutely. On Pawson, okay. no problem. Okay. You just link, you put your arm underneath some of his, uh, f- like the, the place where his fur is matted down, and you can actually, yeah. you, I mean, you could. I mean, he could he could even give you a little bit of extra mats right now that you could kind of lay down even. Yeah, I mean, I don't need to sleep, but okay, short rest is just basically like sitting and chilling. So, yeah, just need to get some HPs back. 
There we go. All right, topped off again. Hippas. And I turn to a nameless and I say, They were scrying when I met you. Now the scrying has all left you. <laughs> now she's still a bird, but she does acknowledge this. Okay. And you can sort of see the bird again is very surprised at the the levity that you approach the world as composed to <laughs> as opposed to what she has heard and remembers about you. Love is sweet misery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. In an effort to maybe get rid of another one of these or just keep people off our back and get some answers, I'm just going to say, Nimrod, this is Aonisil Chavind. Do you have Waverly Cloud Sex spellbook? And why are you following me? Are you doing the sending spell? Yeah. Oh. He's just yelling at his horse. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Please respond to this message. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, all right. Um, Wizard! I do have his spell book, and I will make you a trade. His spell book for the Grigley spell book that you still have. Over. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I just curse him. I say, damn it. <laughs> I say, I say nothing back and I keep writing. It's just brooding. <laughs> uh, what is the plan going forward, gentlemen? A- able, are you able to tell us the, uh, how this initiation happens, what we will be seeing, what we will be interrupting? Well, I mean, I think there's, these fellas is all going to try to kill each other. And they'll get each other pretty close to killing each other. And then they, uh, they get suffused with power. And I suppose I'll try talking to them. Maybe try talking to this murder stone. And then see if we got to kill them all or not. Preferably before they are all suffused with power. What kind of power are they suffused with? It will make it harder to deal with them, I suppose. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Do I know the exact nature of the power? I, um, I mean, aside from what Nameless told us. Um, you don't know exactly what this is. You, you did see two of your men do this initiation right after they sacked, after you all sacked the temple of Karataka. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you had, you had at least four lieutenants who were sort of up on this stuff as much as you were. And, and were excited to use the Euron stone, which is what they called it based on the, their understanding of the name of the God who created the stone and entrusted it to Karataka. It's very similar to the ritual that you, had to perform after Pariso was received the power uh, from from the spear taking the the two hundredth life. Okay, and do, but do, do I know what it does? It makes them crazy good at everything. 
It's, yeah, we need to we need to take care of him first because his spell makes him crazy good at everything. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Limitless? <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Limitless? <laughs> that one takes a pill. <laughs> makes all his wildest dreams come true. But oh, there's always a price to pay. Yes, indeed. What's a movie? <laughs> 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 okay, so <laughs> we do that for your answer. From there. <laughs> Was that of sufficient detail? <laughs> uh, uh, it informs whether we will be waiting to see who has killed one another or waiting less upon arrival. Phil Near, are you a fan of Bradley Cooper? <laughs> Never mind, Christ. don't answer that. Jesus Christ. Am I gonna have to have an NPC named Bradley Cooper now? <laughs> he's under he's undercover as Will Tippin. Uh, <laughs> that's his alias. Uh, <laughs> um, he's got some potions of like ultra intelligence. Yeah, right, right. That he has to take every day. So is that enough, guys, before uh before we get to the next thing here, are you are you sufficiently ready for um what time is it? Yeah, so you you guys you guys have gone probably 36 miles or so, 36, 38 miles. Um it's taken the better part of the day. It's getting dark. Um uh I'm I'm going to say based on the sun probably like uh you know, it's been down for about an hour, or so probably like eight thirty, nine oh, o'clock so like at night. Dark. Oh yeah, you guys. Well, it's the moon is out, and the moon is bright. It is a full freaking moon. The sky is clear. Um, it's sort of it's kind of magical up here on the plateau. I'm gonna be honest with you, it's like a yeah. wide open grass field. Um, the sun has gone down. The moon has come up. So yeah, so it's this like great plain on top of the thing there's almost no trees you don't see any buildings anywhere though the uh as you as you ride occasionally there is the foundation a, a stone foundation of something that looks like it may have been a tower like a watchtower or something uh, or a gate every so often and you stick to the road and uh and the bird comes down and lands on uh, on your shoulder, Filnir, and okay. uh, and you hear it in your mind say to you, "This bunch does not care for anything but humans. Do you have a way of disguising yourself?" I do not. I can help you. But if I am injured, they will know what you are. Well, it does not sound like they will. Like we will be given a choice of letting them live to tell the tale. So perhaps conflict is inevitable. You do not want to fight with Jessup. What can you tell me of Jessup? So, Abel, you hear, you see this bird kind of come down in the moonlight and land on Filnir's shoulder 
and you're only hearing Phil Neer's side of this conversation. And when he says the name Jessup, your spine tingles. Um, this was a huge centurion in your raiding parties in the last couple of years that you were still with an army. And uh, this guy, probably seven feet tall, um, you always suspected he was part giant, but, you know, how do you prove something like that? He was just a big, big, big guy. And you've seen him do terrible, terrible things, both physically and also mentally. You've seen him uh, cause people to die by the thoughts that he sends into their heads. Did you just say Jessup? Yes. Yes, that's a name. Oh, I think that bird needs to get over here. <laughs> uh, she transforms back into her. I asked you into, who was in charge of these men, and you said a rock was. Yes, well, oh, bunch of bunch of little initiates. Oh, I'll report into a rock. Well, I the rock is in charge. I think Jessup has found a way to communicate with the souls trapped inside the rock. Maybe controlled. Oh, Lordy. I do not know. So you cannot tell a lie, but you can conjecture. Interesting. I can tell you what I think. Fair. That is not difficult for me to do. I have tried to lie to you three times on this trip alone, but I have not been able to. Yeah, but you're a little uh, withholding there with the uh, the full situation. Well, I guess that's true. Jessup is no match for you, is he? <laughs> Abel. <laughs> oh, there was a time when playing on my pride could have been a successful <laughs> gambit. <laughs> Those days are long past. I wipe my butt with too many leaves to have any pride left. <laughs> can um, can you tell me the plan one more time? Well, I, I was planning to lead Abel in and tell them that I have found the twelfth initiate. Uh, Sometimes men lose their nerve before they arrive, so uh, I don't think we'll have a problem with with him filling one of those spots. Uh, Twelve is the max. You could be his traveling companions, or you could stay outside of the temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then what? Well, once you're close to the rock, I I believe that you can take it with your hands and and then she sort of stops and she says there is a large boulder inside the temple the large boulder is is 30 feet high I believe with your ability to travel through rocks you will be able to step away and bring 
the Euron stone with you uh, outside of the temple. <laughs> well, I, w- I want to be real clear about something, which is despite the uh, the amount of thought that has been put into the mechanics of this ritual by some capricious god, I have no intention of going through with it. Well, then I'm not sure. Once you are marked, I believe... I believe yeah. you will be compelled to complete yeah, the Yeah, so what? how does that happen? How does one get marked? <laughs> so... When I did this ritual, we walked in together and we stripped off our clothes down to our loincloths and we chose a weapon and then we put our hands upon the rock. And when we did, we were infused with a kind of power, but also something that sapped our energy from us. And Mm. then we began the ritual. Jessup said, begin. And then we sort of knew who should go first. I can't quite explain it, but we went one at a time at each other until Mm. some had succeeded and some had died. You're an acolyte of Karataka. Yes. And, And participated in this ritual in the temple. Yes. Why would Jessup be instructing you in anything? Jessup. Jessup does not know what I am. He believes that I am a mute. What? So you've been riding with these initiates? Only for the last three months or so. You got a bad habit of not telling us all the information we need right up front, don't you? I was not fully prepared to have this conversation with you <laughs> when you snatched me from the air by your flying friends. <laughs> Let's be perfectly honest with each other, Abel. Yeah, I mean, I was clearly I was trying to let you go. It seemed that way, certainly. <laughs> she says it's about a mile up the road here 11 of them huh 11 and Jessup although Jessup is heard and not seen um, oh lordy what what now well what do you mean he's heard and not seen so he the, the 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 temple walls are only four or five feet high but there are giant boulders uh, scattered around the temple. It, it, it was once a temple. It is now just a, a a ruin, a hollow shell of its once great elven self. I believe it was a bathhouse, perfectly honest with you. And Jessup's voice booms loud from, from somewhere. Uh, I have not found him during the, the ritual. Uh, Tonight, perhaps I can. I have never brought a new initiate before. I will be allowed to be in the temple. Do you see that gate up ahead? It's just stacked stones, you guys. It's like, it's clearly a ruin of something that once was there. And she says, 
Abel, your ability to travel through stones is going to be a necessity here tonight. I really wish I remembered how to do that. And I'm not the man I once was in many respects, as you have so aptly pointed out on many occasions. Am I wrong to believe you did not receive the blessing of Donatus? There was a lot of negatives in that sentence. (laughs) But yeah, I got the blessing. The wolf ate it. She sort of looks at you and she reaches out to touch you and she says, may may I? And she reaches for your left hand. May you what? What? She reaches for your shield hand. What? (laughs) (laughs) She says... Why don't, how about this? Tell me what you want to do before you go grabbing at me, lady. <laughs> may I may I hold your shield hand? What you going to do with it? I want to inspect it. You tell me that the wolf ate the blessing of Donatus, and I do not believe that. I believe it is here. I hold it out tentatively. And uh, she stands next to your horse. I'm assuming she's like walking next to you now. And she sort of holds your hand a little bit and she says, I believe you can do it. And she calls up ahead and says, uh, uh, half elf, please halt here for a bit. Pawson, let's just pause for a moment. Uh, Pause. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and and she gets on the ground and like with her hands starts to sort of peel back some of the top soil and uh, gets down to like what's clearly a manufactured man cut uh, cobble, like a large cobble. And uh, and she says, come. Feel here with Donatus's hand. I I feel it with Donatus's hand. Okay, so so you can sort of modulate your hand a little bit to get part of the spell uh meld into stone. Like you've done that before in your life, and you sort of feel that mm-hmm. that that's something you can do with it. Mm-hmm. And and when you sort of reach your hand in the stone, it can go in even further. And she says, okay, okay, look. Look at that rock over there. She points to like a moderately sized boulder in the distance. Okay, now put your arm all the way into the stone while you look at that rock and concentrate on it. All right, I'd do it. So so in the moonlight, you can see that boulder, and you can see a hand emerging from it. Ooh. Hey, Abel, is that, is that your hand? I, f- I flip Phil near off. And the hand coming out of the boulder flips you off, Phil near. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then I give him a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> and then it gives you the thumbs up. Um, I was going says, to say that it was quite rude and uncalled for, but uh, I, I get the point. She says, pull it out, pull it out. Don't leave it in. <laughs> and... <laughs> uh, unlike Filmir, I pull it out. Um, are you saying I could put my whole body through there? She says, yes, it is. It is not completely without attacks. Um, well, nothing is, ever is, is it? <laughs> she said, no, it is. It is not. It will. It will take. It will take your concentration to do this. And you you run the risk of exhausting yourself as you hop through stones. And then there's the matter of the hand itself. Yeah, what about the hand? Once you once you do this, you have about a minute before the hand crumbles onto the ground. And you will need to you will need to use your other cleric abilities to reconstitute it back onto your body. <sighs> <laughs> you're saying if he leaves himself within a rock for longer than a minute total or in one I'm go saying, I'm saying that he will have about a minute to continuously jump through rocks and travel great distances the price for that is a hand of Nautis but he can reconstitute it so just to be clear, if he leaves the rocks. Wait a second. Is it a minute starting now? I pull my hand out. <laughs> no, it is It is once your whole body is immersed in, in one of the rocks. Um, and you have to want it. You have to want to do it. You, Abel, I will hold your foot. Well, does anybody really want to send their body through cold, hard rock? <laughs> It's the kind of thing you do because you have to. <laughs> I suppose that's just a semantic game I'm playing to avoid facing the uncomfortable truths of this situation. Well, Abel, perhaps um, this will work to our advantage because they will not expect that you can do this. You somehow grab the stone. They give chase toward you. Ionis and I wait on the opposite end. You come out of a rock near us and we have... A funnel of sorts that they must travel through and as you recall I can make some areas that are not fun to pass through and Ionis of course can bring down fire from above have have we given up on the idea of just riding in and killing everybody we could we could do that I thought you were planning to speak with them first well so we would be an exit strategy I suppose I better <laughs> I mean, most of the times in my life where I've gotten myself into trouble, it's because I thought riding in and killing everybody would be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, this is a death cult of Tempest, so... Most of these people are going to die anyway. I, I feel like most of them aren't going to be missed, you know? Not, not a whole lot of, you know, good family men in the death cult of Tempest. We'll leave it to you, Abel. Here's my worry. 
the rock, I believe, will only allow itself to be taken by one who has received its blessing one way or the other. Uh, This seems like a a surprising mechanical intervention to force (laughs) me down a particular path. I don't think you have to take part in the initiation, right? I think you have to, I think you have to be blessed by the rock. I think it has to allow you to touch it. And how does one receive that blessing? Or has he already had it? Did you touch this thing when you, I mean, what, tell us what the uh, sacking of the temple of Karataka entailed, Sam. I mean, it was really just a, you know, war was happening. It was a rich temple, a lot of gold, a lot of jewels, a lot of offerings there. Um, And then also the possibility, I suppose, of this stone that could potentially perform this ritual, but it was a, it was mostly a mercenary thing. You know, it was nothing against Karataka himself nothing this was just like a a place to gather more resources for the war okay so you may or may not have already touched the stone is what you're saying against the orcs yeah yeah or with the orcs you were with the orcs you were with the orcs yeah you were definitely (laughs) with the orcs for sure for sure (laughs) um yeah so so you know she just tells you, I have never, I I had never touched it, touched the stone until, until taking the blessing. So I don't know. You may, you may already have received the blessing of the stone. Okay. 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 All right, fellas, let's, uh, Shall shall we uh, determine a, a rendezvous? Yes, you want us to be your exit strategy. That's a word I learned from Pariso. <laughs> Only good thing that fella ever taught me. So, Sam, mechanically, I just want to tell you, your rocks, rock stride ability is identical <laughs> to the fifth level druid spell tree stride. Um, except... Uh, at the end of the minute or when you lose concentration, your left hand will crumble onto the ground and you will need to cast the fourth level stone shape spell in order to put it back together. <laughs> okay. But if I put it back together as a stone hand, you could do it this will again. function. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's essentially uh, the taxes at the end of the spell instead of at the beginning of the spell. Could I, could I make a better hand? I gotta know. Give myself six fingers or something. You know? Yeah, it's for like sure. A crab claw. Like yeah, it's very hard to give claw. the middle finger if there are Absolutely. two middle fingers. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You could okay. definitely do that. And so I've got some options here. You have some options here, yeah, but probably sure. sort of. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing T1000 rules. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no complicated. Uh, that's right. <laughs> no complicated mechanisms. That's no right. No grappling hand. No guns I mean, or bombs. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess you, you would have to, um, uh, you would have to tell me what you want to do and I'll adjudicate it then. I'm not going to give you a, 
a, a, a white check um, right now for that. <laughs> <laughs> I want three fingers and Wolverine claws. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, so you're uh, so... you're a, you're a little over three quarters of a mile away. Um, you can see from here the torchlight in the distance, and and there's many other ruins that you're now beginning to see. Like this is probably uh, a city, maybe maybe the 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 seat of the Moonbrook Elves, maybe not. It's hard you know, it's hard to tell how big this once was. All right, so we need a space. That is, it's it's got to be contiguous stone from the temple, right? So you have as as far as you can see, um, okay. uh, it is um, within five hundred feet of its of of each other. So okay. so stones, and they do not need to be large enough to fit your body into them. Right. This is this is magic. They just need to be like big enough to get your hand in. And that will allow you to basically teleport yourself from rock to rock each turn. So we need a spot that I can see from inside the temple would be optimal. Yes. With one hop. So, you know, some kind of outcropping overlooking it, something like that. There's no outcrop. This is flat as you, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I mean, like I, it was going to be full of hills, but you said flat. So I think you're right. right. So, I mean, once, <laughs> so once I'm inside the temple, I can't see anything but temple walls and sky. It's only five. The, the walls are only five feet high. So you can see over those walls. Okay. Yeah. There's um, several, several places within 500 feet. Um, that you can see. Remember, you have a whole many. Th- any that have walls higher than five feet. Um, we, need a, we need to make buildings. ourselves a kill box. Uh, yeah. The, you know what? There is a um, an almost completely standing building that looks like uh, perhaps a bakery. It's only about twelve by twenty feet, though. So not it's not a huge space. It's like a, um, it's got a, it still has a full standing chimney, and uh, uh, I mean I you know you would you would probably I think probably everyone would recognize this as a as a bakery. It's right on the it's right on the stream that's running here, and there's a small a small uh, wheel that probably once turned a, a millstone. Okay, I think that's our spot. So you could probably get there. The, the walls are probably six six feet high, seven feet high in places. If you guys can find a place to, uh... well, hold on a second. They're not going to be. Well, hopefully they're not following me through the rocks. We just need a defensible position, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So is that that looks like the spot, right? Looks pretty good to me. Um, Monk, you did say something about being able to help me not appear as a half-elf. Yes. Um, I can, I can do. I mean, really, I think all it is is the ears. It's really the only giveaway. Yeah. You know what? I think if you see any of these guys, Filnir, it's going to be time to kill them. (laughs) 
I tend to agree. Yeah. I I, I think, uh, I don't think we, uh, we're going to, niceties aren't going to be a problem for us. So I will just say this. If you have the ability to wait until at least they have touched the stone, they will be in a powerful state in the sense that they take more to kill. Um, they will remain in a pseudo berserker state while they are right after they touch the stone until this, the ritual is over. But they, their total health will be much diminished. Good to know. I turned. I turned to Ionis. I I know we haven't always seen eye to eye, Jonas Silverwind, heir to the kingdom of Montaire. But I, I've done my best to serve you in the best way I know how. Even if I didn't always call it that. This this is a mess that I made. And I'm going to try to clean it up. But if I don't manage it, can I trust you to finish the job? You have my word. Filnir. Yes? If Jonas can't set all these guys on fire, will you get some horrible things to eat them? I can think of a thing or two. Um, before we go in, Ionis here, take one of these River Vivai potions in case you are closer to Abel if he goes down. Yes, yes, thank you. Um, How, what's our what's our diamond dust situation like? I have um, the remains <laughs> of the of the bag that I uh, kept before we handed it off to. Um, Pyromancer um, was about a third of what we started with. So, is that a hundred gold worth of diamond dust? the The potions will not require the diamond dust. Yeah, the, I know. yeah. Can I have you give me that diamond dust, Phil? There, I may need sure, it. Sure, of course. All right, I give him that. It's it's been a hell of a ride, fellas. I hope you see me coming out of that rock in a little bit. I have no doubt. But if I don't, probably no fellas more deserving of burning than these guys. Well, we've all gotten each other this far, Abel. We will take care of this for you, if you cannot, but we would much like to get you out of this as well. And I give him a little salute with my spear. All right, nameless punch monkey. <laughs> Let's go see a death cult. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go, Jonas, make me look as good as you can. <laughs> do, do we have Do we have ten minutes? Would it be a, a prudent time to uh, give one of your speeches, Abel? Well, I don't know if this is really a time for speechifying. The only great speech I ever gave was at the beginning of the Battle of Andros and Fillmore, 
where I spoke to the centurions that were. <laughs> As he, and he that's got... why flanking maneuvers are overrated. <laughs> <laughs> we almost got it. Sorry, Todd. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And as as he is beginning his inspiring speech, uh, the monk, punch monkey, whatever you call her, begins unbuckling your armor and uh, and helping you uh, doff your your what do you wear plate? Wait a second. Why would I be doing that? Because the initiates all wear loincloths, man. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'll, I'll do that in there. She says, we I'm, not, not, I'm not walking in that way. Do you, would you rather have your armor here with your friends or would you rather have it with, in the temple with Jessup? No, I'll have it in the temple with Jessup. <laughs> I get your point. She starts to tie it back up. I'll have it in up. the temple with Jessup. She starts to tie it back up. Sam, is it five we, temporary HP? It's yeah, 10, get... I think. Hit points equal to your level plus your charisma modifier. So, yeah, 10. 10. Nice. nice. 10, 10 hit points. Uh, how far are you walking? What is it, about 500 feet, you said? Uh, um, that building is about oh. is about uh, 500,000 feet away from the uh, away from the temple. There, you would have to make two jumps, but if you look at the tree stride, you um, you only use five feet of your movement every time you make those jumps. So per turn, if you get yeah. into it, John, okay. this is really dumb, but you can't make Ionis. I mean, make Abel. You can't make Abel look like he's wearing a loincloth, even though he's wearing armor, right? I I, I could. Yeah. I could if we if I did stayed it. perfectly still. Well, I, I could I could if we did it tomorrow. I, I have I have disguise I have disguise self, um, but uh, I haven't prepared it. Uh, yeah, but I think disguise self only works on yourself. It's only right? on yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not on him. It's no, disguise just, his self. Mm-hmm. Just make me look good, Jonas. Yeah. How my how my hair, Jonas? All right, I, I start prestidigitating. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Tell me how he, how he looks. I, I mean, he looks he looks fantastic. He uh, his his hair is uh, gleaming white. I <laughs> rub on his beard, and uh, his, it it is uh, it it is cleaned, and then uh, it even it even it even curls a little bit. You know, he's got like a little S curl here and there. Please and tell then, me, put a little like snow flower insignia just right over his like lapel area. Just like as if it's in his sure. plate. Just like just like the book, you know. Yeah. Just like whatever's on the book. purple crocus. Yes, yes, in yes. The snow with blood yes. in it. Yeah. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering if I can. Um, do you want Saber to go with you? Uh, he can, sure. Just to report back what happens. Well, he can't report and back. And help if out if he needs. If it's 500 feet, he can't report back. But I'll, I'll tell him. Well, to... he can report back. He can't just like instantly communicate, right? Yeah, yeah. He'll go, he'll report back to me what he sees, but I'll just tell him to give you uh, whatever help you need. Okay. Cool. All right. Um. Are you ready? I think so. I'm just making sure my. I'm 
making sure my uh, AC is right. Okay, yeah. All right, Parrot. Let's go see these fellas. Okay. And uh, she walks with you, and uh, you you notice how how quietly she walks as she goes. Um, she is not wearing any shoes. <laughs> And uh, she sort of goes through and she says, are and you... I make a ton of noise. You do make yeah. you make a ton of noise. And she says, are you sure? Are you sure that you are ready for this? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. And she says, are you sure you're ready for this? I'm I'm ready. I just want you to know. The first dead is never revived for any reason. And uh, <laughs> Okay, good to know. I will make sure not to be first dead. <laughs> the first dead can never be revived. It is taken by the stone. Duly noted. Okay. So you guys walk... It's super weird walking through the, a ruined village like this, a ruined city like this, where you can see you can see that this was once um, like these buildings. Many of them are were grand based on their foundations. Um, in this in this world, there's very little reason to make large homes. Um, people don't tend to spend their time in their homes much at all. So it's mostly just places to sleep, especially places that are like for common people. And, uh, and you just get the sense of this place everywhere you look, there are foundations of buildings, which are probably houses, but at least 30 by 30 footprints. Um, so these were once fairly grand like city estates uh, as you sort of make your way through here, but still plain, plain stone foundations. Um, as you approach the temple grounds, you would never know it was a temple uh, if she hadn't have said it. There are torches everywhere and you can see that there are already a pile of bodies outside of the temple grounds and she points to them and says this is for those who were not yet bloodied before the initiation you have killed many fucking death cults man i swear yeah she says you have killed many and you need not prove that everyone will be able to smell the death upon you and you make your way in and you see that there are in fact 20 or 30 people inside this temple. And there are four monks who are dressed exactly like this woman who is with you. And they all raise their hands. And one of them says, says blank of mind. Welcome. Who do you have here? And she just points at you and uh, and she does a, some sign language that you're not quite, you 
not seen before. And clearly these guys don't understand what she's saying. And they say, oh, yes, of course, a mighty warrior of uh, Tempest's own mighty, a mighty warrior of uh, Tempest. Uh, Sir, you're going to have to take off your armor to enter the temple. And I level my spear at them. I say, do you not recognize your master? And some people start laughing. (laughs) Um, And the monk looks at you like, what the fuck are you doing? The woman, the woman. You have forgotten the ways of tempests. You stand here in service to the Euron stone, misinterpreting my writings. I'm Abel Snowflower, Abel of Tempest, avatar of your God, and you will follow my instruction. The initiates aren't having it. The monks who are there say, like they kind of look at you, and the one who told you to take off your armor says, Abel Snowflower is dead. I watched him die at the hands of the great snake, Karatika. <laughs> and how many have you seen die and live again? Many. But people do not Do come you back. require proof? Take me to the stone. <laughs> the one who is talking says, I will require proof, but you will not touch that stone. And... The, he motions to his initiates. He says, back away, back away. You plan to wear that armor in my temple? Who are you? Corrigan is my name. I rode with Abel Snowflower when I was a young man. I would recognize him anywhere, and you are not him. Do I, do I recognize this guy? <laughs> no. Can I do like a... History, you, history. No, check? no. Well, you know what? You know what? Um, give me a perception DC ten with advantage. Well, let me say, ask first. How old does this guy look? He's like thirty-five years old. He is like, he is like, he would have had to be thirteen or fourteen years old to yeah. ride with okay. you. Like he's there's no. Yeah, so I'm not way. gonna roll. <laughs> I last rode to battle accepting these last few months over 20 years ago and you would have been nothing but a newly whelped pup no wonder i don't remember your face or your name corrigan old man and he holds up his hand he says stay back stay back old man i'll give you a good death tonight come and get it do i see where the stone is in the room no there's a lot of torches around. Um, okay. Uh, you like it's. You don't even need to do a perception check. It is not in this temple yet. Okay. Prove your worth, and I will take you to the stone. Well, proving my worth to you will do no good when you are dead. Will killing him prove my worth to you? And I gesture to the men around the room. The, the the monks that are there, they sort of like nod to you mm-hmm. and uh and and they and one of them pulls out a, a potion and holds it up and says to the victor, 
and he puts it down on the ground. Very well, Corrigan. Let's see if you've learned it all in your last 20 years. <laughs> all right. Tim is shaking his head. He does not like agree this. with this. I don't like this at <laughs> all. Tim does not like this. <laughs> well, you know me. I've got contingencies yeah. and contingencies within contingencies. That's good. Uh, all right. Okay. Um, um, is there is there a, a form to this that I would know? For For this kind of ritual fight? Yeah. Uh, you, you have, he has challenged you. You have challenged him. Mm, I'd say he's challenged me. So then he will allow you to strike first. So you will go first in the initiative order. Okay. Um, what about preparations? Um, Oh yeah, I mean you're gonna—they're gonna clear a spot for you. You'll have a minute or so to get ready here. Okay. All right, then I take uh, Phil Near's diamond dust out of my pocket, and I use it to cast stone skin on myself. <sighs> okay. <laughs> nice. I'm just imagining like the Cliff Booth versus Bruce Lee fight from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, this is like. A, <laughs> like oh, I'm hoping that's yeah. what we get. Yeah. But, you know. yeah. So, Sam, at some point you have to go. Just like that. <laughs> That's the moment. That's the moment. Uh, so until the spell ends, I have resistance to non-magical bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Okay. Heck do you yeah. have, do you have, does this require concentration? It does. Okay. All right. All right. And we square off. And, and you know, uh, several initiates come up to you and say, they're like crowding around you. And one of them, one of them looks at you and says, uh, he, he 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 will surely kill you with that armor on are you are you certain are you certain you want to leave it on <laughs> <laughs> what does he know? what does he know heat metal or something is he some kind of druid <laughs> he is he is no druid of the land that's for sure um i really hope that you are able snowflower yeah no i'm gonna leave it on <laughs> and 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 uh and he the, the, this initiate puts his hand on, his, on your shoulder and says every war must end brother and then i say wait there's one thing missing what if we it? are fighting in honorable combat to honor tempest we should feel his presence in the room and the and the combat should be performed under the eye of the Euron Stone. Corrigan is skeptical. Um, roll a persuasion check. Sixteen. So Corrigan kind of like he at first he's like this what the fuck and then he's like you know what. You're not wrong. Uh, old man, I apologize to you for this. If the Euron Stone is here and you are the first one dead by another man's blow, 
you don't come back from it. My apologies to you, Corrigan. You'll be meeting your god sooner than you planned. Bring out the stone, Jessup. And you see this, like, shape of a man. And you see the shadow first being cast by by the um, by the torches and you can see that the shadow is so long like he just looks like he's going to be super tall when the shadow kind of comes in and then he ducks his way in under the like makeshift doorway and you recognize this man from the last few campaigns that you were involved in he is the pseudo giant that you used to ride with and at first, you're kind of like, this guy is so imposing still. But then you see the years have not treated him well at all. He probably used to be around 300 pounds. He's now probably 500. Um, he waddles in. He's barely able to, to, to keep himself together. But he's holding this object in his hand that is looks like ancient power and you have seen it before. This is the stone from the Karataka temple. And he comes out and he says, Corrigan, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) Corrigan. (laughs) There's a man who, there's a man who should know me. Who? Jessup. Do you remember when we burned the town of Evenfall? That was a night I wouldn't think you'd forget the way my face looked by a fire. Snow, Snowflower? In the flesh. Corgan? Has, has the challenge been accepted already? Uh, yes. Then may Tempest keep your soul. And he goes and he puts the rock in front of in front of Corrigan. And Corrigan touches it. And you can see he's just something happens to him. And he looks infused with power, but also diminished. You see his face sort of drips like it's much, much older. And and and. Corrigan walks over and says, Every war must end, Abel Snowflower. So we're to follow the old forms, are we? And I reach out to touch it, to touch the stone that he brings over me. And I touch it with the hand of Donatus and travel into the stone. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> contingencies upon contingencies (laughs) okay first of all i want to say inspiration phil near (laughs) because he deserves it from last episode and i forgot to give it to him (sighs) now i'll say inspiration able (laughs) I don't know what to do about this. 
Holy shit. It's big enough to fit your hand in. Why didn't I think of this? Mm-hmm. God damn it. Okay. Okay. I, I want to confront the power in the Euron stone. Okay. Um, and you meet Euron Greyjoy. So you you pass into a tunnel that is uh that is uh, a a a dark like like onyx but it's stone it's clearly stone on the inside as you as you move into it um uh you you travel through almost like a slide as you slide down into it and then you stop sliding and you're at the edge of a just a giant hole that is it could be two miles in radius you can tell that it goes around your eyes are perfect in this darkness it's only about 20 feet down into it and down inside of it you see just a crush of nude men and women, almost exclusively human. It looks like a religious ceremony of the nude in Japan uh, that that happens every every year where people take off their clothes and they wait to catch coins thrown by by monks. It's like a it's almost gross the like all of the skin that's down there and they're just howling and in the very center of the howling mass there is a shape that is moving there and it is another humanoid large very large and he holds in his hand a massive great axe and he is swinging it in these huge swaths inside this hole of the humanity and the humans that are in there are being cut in half and he just treads through this mass like cutting them down like a like a a, a reaper um, in a field. And as he walks past them, they reform their bodies and continue howling. Uh, um, and he is moving toward you at a slow and steady pace from the bottom of this hole. And do I still sort of have everything of my corporeal form. You do. Okay. And I still have a hand for a short time. You still have a hand. (laughs) You still have a hand. Um, let me ask this. Would this spirit or presence kind of be familiar to me? from my previous sort of knowledge or use of the stone. 
like would it sort of feel the same or does it feel somehow different you've never done anything like this before mm-hmm. and you feel like that like you are in an alien land. i feel like i feel like this is all entirely new <laughs> this is all entirely new it is uh it is uh like it's you're in, in an alien land i'm gonna leave you so with there's your... nothing oh go ahead hmm? go ahead go ahead well i was just gonna say so there's nothing sort of familiar about this i wouldn't know if this is sort of the spirit that has always animated this thing or if it is something sort of new or twisted or perverted in some way you don't have a sense you don't you would have no way of knowing that i'm going to leave you there and i'm going to go back to the guys you can think about this okay so because saber saber saw that yeah yes so so you so uh john you see these two walk toward the temple and they sort of disappear in there and i'm assuming you're gonna do oh you're more than 100 feet away so you cannot um, you cannot yeah, see through Saber's eyes, but, but, um, you, you, you hear like voices raised and then from behind the temple, you see this giant mass of a man in a dark blue cloak make his way holding something in his hand. And that something is radiating darkness. So like it's nighttime and there's moonlight, but like everything near that stone, as you can see it from this distance, is much darker than it was than than it should be. Basically, it's sort of bending light and like bringing light in from the moon and from the torches and um and and he makes his he turns into the into the temple and then you hear like a giant commotion in this thing. Uh, people are freaking out. There's someone who's yelling. Someone else is saying, you know, drop it, drop it, drop it. And then, uh, and then um, you, you, you hear, you know, um, what have you brought in? What have you brought in? And it's so loud. It's like booming. It's like someone has cast the, uh, the thaumaturgy spell and it's making their voice like so booming out of this, out of this uh this this temple and i suppose if the walls are only five feet tall they can kind of see people you can see people's heads and things but you know the 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 torch light is like making things go it's going up and so you can just sort of see tips of heads and things you can't see what bodies are doing at all um and only when people are right next to those those uh torches yeah imagine it's mostly shadows from torches behind silhouettes and things and i couldn't see abel or what happened to abel no um you did notice he did not take off his armor yeah um i'm just gonna i'm gonna say uh i don't know what's i don't know what's happening this doesn't sound right um i'm going to well, it sounds like they are upset. Maybe they have discovered Abel is in fact Abel. <laughs> <laughs> I could, uh, I could, I imagine that. I could get a little closer and find out what find out what Saber is seeing. 
uh, I can accompany you, keep you safe, but I have no way of, you know, aside from my eyes, knowing who else might be around. Or... We have no scout. We have no recourse if they find us, aside from to defend ourselves and probably deal with whatever alarm is raised. Let me, let me try something. Um, Tom, if I understand this correctly, I can, I can move into Quicksilver Honeysuckle and be invisible. Yes. You would have to cast Quicksilver Honeysuckle first. So, and then I'm going to cast, cast I'm going to cast Quicksilver Honeysuckle. And, and for our listeners who don't remember, Quicksilver Honeysuckle is what? Is Expeditious Retreat on steroids. Yes, on steroids, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can concentrate on Expeditious Retreat and another spell. That's right. Yeah. Um So I'm gonna I'm gonna turn on Expeditious Retreat, Quicksilver Honeysuckle, and then I'm gonna go invisible and try to speed closer to Saber and get get the information and then I can speed back to Filnir if if need be. <laughs> okay. I Ernest, where did you go? It says to stay here. I shall return. Filnir, <laughs> <laughs> are you going to stay there? Um yeah. I'm going okay. to explain to Filnir what I'm doing. Yeah, no that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you only have to be about 100 feet away, right? 100 feet, yeah. Um, so, uh, so you, when you get a hundred feet away, you sense that you're close enough to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, remind me of where Saber was. He was, he was, he should have been beside Abel, probably hidden. Like they didn't notice okay. th- that he was, that he was there with him, but he's, you know, he found a spot to like hide under and view everything. Okay. So, so he's not gonna have to roll. He's really good at hiding. You know, um, he's a small like marmot, <laughs> right? like <laughs> like he's not not that. You know, it's, I'm not gonna make you do that. Um, uh, so when you get there, when you start looking through his his senses, um, you see that uh, that Abel is gone. Uh, there is a, um, the very, the huge man that you saw come in, mm-hmm. um, he is, uh, down on the ground, uh, still holding on to the rock. Mm-hmm. And there are, there are people who are, uh, next to him who are, um, like trying to administer, uh, like, a some kind of potion to him. And you see the monk that you came in with and she is holding a dart and she says, uh, she says, and I have many more of these. Do not move. Do not, do not attempt to touch the stone. Jessup is gone. He is taken by the stone. It is a full moon. He is the first dead. Son of a bitch. And the, the initiates are sort of like, like really don't know what the fuck to do. Uh, and the monks are moving slowly toward her um, uh, as she holds these darts in her hand. How many monks do I see? You see five now. 
Five monks. Five monks, and there are 11 initiates there. Five monks and 11 initiates. Um, and do I know, like the initiates, they could be clerics, they could be whatever? Uh, no one here is wearing armor. The initiates look like a mix of commoners and maybe people who have been warriors. Like they just, they don't look like top notch fighter adventurer types. Okay. Um, but you know, like you're looking through Saber's eyes. It's hard to see you're down. He's, he's down low like that, but he is witnessing like them all kind of st- like slowly approaching this monk. And no able. And no able. Now Saber can also kind of like relay. Yeah, I do right? have. Yes. Okay, I I also get like all of what happened. Everything that Saber saw flood, floods my brain. Okay, so you see it. You see Abel, uh, um, like reaching into this stone, and it's not even. It's so super, super, super crazy weird. It looks like he reaches into the stone. And then it's almost like his body explodes. Like it's not like a violent explosion, but like it just gets big and his, the light from his body fills the whole temple. And then the, the big man is holding the rock and he, his eyes are wide open and he says, what, what, what happens? When a god goes inside another god. And then a dart flies out from from somewhere, strikes him in the neck, and you can see he just gets paralyzed and he falls down. And then just confusion after that. And there's confusion right. after that. Okay. Um <laughs> Fill me in. I know. Yeah. I, he's, he's so far away. He's so far away. Um, okay, because it's a it's an awful waste of uh, invisibility. But I can't. Um, it's like I can cast minor illusion to fill near, and uh, <laughs> just like uh, like on an airline, just like a I, dude, like yeah. come, come, yeah, come, yeah, come. yeah. Like I just, I just can't. I well, I. I I'll probably, I'll probably, because they're already do, using thaumaturgy. I'm just going to cast my voice. Feel near, it's on. Abel exploded. Let's go. And <laughs> I, I, I launch a, I launch a fireball into the, into the spot. Pawson, <laughs> Pawson, go. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. I, so, I'm going to protect the monk and uh, saber. Okay, so before you get there, yeah, uh, Sam. Mm-hmm. You see this shape like reaping the grass of the dead inside this hole. And then you see the whole inside onyx uh, giant room that you're in lights up like a lightning strike. And it comes down from the top. It, I mean, you can see every single nook and cranny of this of this space. And it hits the, and the lightning strike hits the ground next to this figure. And you see down on one knee kneeling is a young Jessup, just the way you remembered him full 
armor with his shield and his war hammer. And he looks up for a moment and he says, Abel Snowflower, I'm here with you. <laughs> and, and the Reaper turns, cuts his, cuts with his, with his giant great axe, cuts uh, Jessup in half. He falls over. And as he falls over, you see his armor disappears and his shield disappears and his war hammer disappears. And all that's left is his sliced body in a loincloth. And the Reaper looks up your direction and he's wearing this long, dark hood over his armor and he lifts his hood off. And thus ends episode 39 <laughs> of Every War Must End, Dungeon Dad's podcast. God damn. God damn. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> oh. I cannot well, believe. We're going to have some stuff to talk about in the bonus. Huh? <laughs> we really oh, are. Indeed. Yeah. I cannot believe you went into that rock. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I telegraphed that it was a possibility, I guess, kind of. I didn't think you were going to do that now. (laughs) What are you going to do? What What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I said, I don't want to talk too much about it here. We'll we'll get into it in the bonus episode. But, um, you know, sometimes the best way uh, to get out of a situation is to keep your enemy off balance. And sometimes that also means your DM. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Shit. I, yeah. I, part of me is wondering how the, how time plays within the stone and without too. Right, I right. Mean, you know, yeah. this is like a interstellar, yeah, multiple like, layers, you know, I don't know. It's yeah. Crazy. This is going to be intense. We'll have to, we'll have to get into it. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. All right. Oh, For fellas. episode 40. Yeah. Oh, episode man. 40 is going to be a really big one. Yeah. A really big one for us personally, but also, yeah. also, this might be um, uh, time to roll up a new character for one of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Good grief. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, all right. Well, get on that Patreon, get the bonus episode, hear what all our thoughts are before we get into the next one. And uh, please go leave us a review on Apple, on Apple Podcasts, on Podchaser. Anywhere, Spotify, tell some friends, Spotify, follow us on yeah. social. Yeah, yeah. Thanks we everybody. Join listening. our Patreon. Get on our Discord. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Discord, Discord is yeah. really fun. It's really, we're really, on there really fun. A lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so we you get really direct are. access to us. Too. It's so much easier for me than Facebook and Twitter and all the other ones because it's like it oh, yeah. makes sense in my life. Because <laughs> um, when someone writes yeah. something, they write it, and that's what the thing that they mean to say is. I don't understand all the other stuff. Like, there's like a whole like language of the rest of the social media thing that I do not understand. <laughs> so this is like one that fits my. In case you forgot, you're listening to Dungeon Dads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, we're just underlining the dads part right now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, Tim is great with Twitter. I'm just not. <laughs> hey listen we've and been helping people note. yeah i was gonna say we've been helping people like homebrew some spells and feats and stuff so get on yeah. the discord yeah. get yeah, on get on, cool. get on patreon it's join cool. us all right thanks Toodaloo, everybody, everybody. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.
Hey everybody, thanks again for listening. I know we just asked you to go rate and review us like just a second ago, but I bet you never thought leaving a podcast review could help feed someone hungry. Well, it can. Head on over to Podchaser and leave a review during this month, the month of April, and they'll donate money to Meals on Wheels USA. Podcasts that reply get double the donation. So please, head over there and write reviews for all of your favorite podcasts. But start with ours, so we can reply. Podchaser.com forward slash Dungeon Dads. Review us and do something nice for somebody else. Heroes rise, heroes fall. All right, let's just 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 jump in. Yeah, Tim doesn't like he's, it. He's so sick. <laughs> he's so, he just can't, he can't handle it. Tim, Tim, keeping us honest. Yeah, keeping us honest. All right, I'm ready to go. Ready? You see him on the front line, <laughs> standing tall. <laughs> This is just delaying when we actually get to play, fellas. This episode really is. They are risking life and limb in this episode. But what are we fighting for? I don't know. I don't care. I'm just kind of here for the ride. (laughs) But you know what they say, Sam. You're going to make sure you're on the winning side? (laughs) 